0: It has become fashionable to think of the era in which we live, as the Anthropocene, the epoch when humans have become the dominant force on Earth, driving changes in habitats and the survival of species, rewriting genetic codes, transforming landscapes and the oceans, and altering the very climate of the planet. Some say the Anthropocene began with the first human agriculture, others with the exploding of the first atomic bomb, Events separated by 10,000 years. It's a fuzzy concept. But at its heart is the acknowledgement that humans, for better or worse, now control their own fate and the fate of countless other species. The story of water that I tell in this book follows a similar arc, from prehistoric times to a vision of a possible positive future. But water is special and we need to understand it differently from other aspects of the natural world. It is at once a basic natural resource that our ancestors depended on for survival, but also literally a part of our biology and evolutionary history, shaping human civilization's religions and art and cultures while simultaneously nurturing the environment that surrounds us. We are not at one remove from the waters of our planet. We are part of them. Without water, you and I wouldn't exist. As the crystalline life form in the Star Trek The Next Generation episode Home Soil put it, humans are really just ugly giant bags of mostly water. Water made us, long before we tried to control, manage, and manipulate it. It has a special place in our hearts and minds, literally and figuratively. The heart and brain are both more than 73% water. But water is also central to the story of human development. While every era is unique, I believe humanity today stands at the brink of a new age, at a fork in the road of our own survival. In the span of less than two centuries, with a speed few foresaw, Humans have become a global force on the verge of expanding out into space while simultaneously undermining the very life-support systems of our own planet. Our interference is evident everywhere, from the tiny particles of plastic found in the remotest rivers and deepest oceans to the traces of industrial chemicals in the blood and tissues of fish, amphibians, and birds, to the modification of the climate and the amplification of the floods and droughts that have long plagued an expanding civilization. It's an awkward time. The awesome power to reshape the planet has come before we fully embraced the idea that we must live sustainably on Earth. Matured enough, politically and socially, to put aside prejudices, hatreds, cultural differences, and the baser instincts that threaten our very existence, or truly mastered the technologies that can both destroy and save us. Humanity has a decision to make. We can become another extinct species, a blink in time in the natural history of the earth, or... We can recognize that water is so vital to our continued existence that we must find a new way to live with it, manage it, and protect it. A bad future is possible. It's just not the future we would choose if we had a choice. The good news is, we have that choice. We can envision a positive future. A path to get there, and we can take the steps along that path. Along with the air that we breathe, to which it also contributes fundamentally, water is us. We are a minor character in the scientific epic of water, and we're at a moment in time when we must decide whether to recognize that fact and all its consequences and move to a sustainable and equitable future or to barrel forward in catastrophic denial. In the story of the three ages of water, everything is at stake. Peter Glick, Berkeley, California, 2023.